Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name. It's a fish. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. But, as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and see if they hold up in a contemporary context. That's so academic. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I have a degree. I'd like to be able to use it, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. I'll back up. I'm Robert Larone. I'm Jay McNabb. And I'm Blaine Waters. And before we start, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Andy Mattress and HelloFresh, and also our Patreon supporters. Patreon's a thing where you can donate one, three, five dollars, and you get a little something in return for helping us. We give you the episodes early. Blaine curates a classic episode for you every week, beautifully paired with this week's topic. It's like an hors d'oeuvre. Do you have one in mind for next week? Oh, for this, for this podcast yeah. here? No, 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 because no, you don't plan in ahead. Well, this week, <laughs> we're talking about a huge movie, a pop culture phenomenon, uh, one of the great heroes of our time, I think. We're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wonderful, wonderful character. We're not talking about the acclaimed television show. Why would we talk about something that is universally loved? <laughs> that would have been a joy to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather watch how many cumulative episodes are eight there's, seasons of TV? Hundreds eight? of hours. It's crazy. Yeah. I would rather probably watch all of that than... than and the, read the comic books. <laughs> and do all that. Get way into the weed and verse. <laughs> right, yeah. No, we're talking about the movie, which came out in 1993, is it? Uh, two, 1992. Okay. Yeah. This week, I guess, it's the 25th anniversary. It's been 25 oh, years. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like our high school reunion. You've got to go back and see what Luke Perry's been up to. <laughs> see what Christy Swanson's been up to. Luke yeah. Perry is in uh, Riverdale. Oh, is he? Yeah. Have yeah. you guys seen that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. heard Luke that uh, there. Jughead's a dick to buskers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah. Anyway. Whereas yeah. Luke Perry is uh, a busker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did until Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about Buffy the Vampire. So we have a special guest. Uh, we invited on Jess Beaulieu of the Crimson Wave. Yeah, hello. <laughs> did Rob pronounce that okay? You nailed it. Yeah, yes. you Crimson. nailed it. Yeah, Crimson. Yeah, you, you nailed got the it. wave. You nailed the word wave. I know you were it was hard. <laughs> 
Crimson? Yeah. Uh, are you a big Buffy fan? I'm a huge Buffy fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, oh man, I've seen. It. Oh god. <laughs> it's like Buffy. you're trying to convince us. It's like not. I know, it's oh, sad. it's such a huge fan. I sound sarcastic <laughs> in everything I say. So, oh, okay. but it's genuine most of the time. Oh, nice, um, nice. Uh, but man, I used to watch Buffy when it was on television. Do you guys Whoa. remember television? Vaguely. <laughs> That's so crazy to think of. I remember like being like 12, 13 years old and waiting for it to come on the WB, right. the WB yeah. network. Yeah, put up with that fucking frog yeah that frog <laughs> i don't mean french person yeah yeah exactly yeah are you anti-french people french. Or, uh, yeah. oh, okay cool. yeah, the, the show is mainly about how we don't like french people i thought they yeah, told you yeah. that when they set this up <laughs> this this podcast or buffy is uh, <laughs> right, buffy. <laughs> buffy's mostly about that it was the well. original yeah. script it was just about her attacking french people and they're like what if it's vampires <laughs> yeah yeah that's that was a great change uh, yeah. that was made so let's talk about when we first saw the film of buffy the Vampire Slayer. Jam, let's start with you. Oh, God. Uh, I saw it, I think, in a sleepover. Oh, um, classic. That's, that's my name's line. That's I know my thing, man. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a little scared to watch it, to be honest. I uh, remember the trailer being out and thinking it looked uh, creepy and, and a little, uh, little scary. So I did not want to watch it, and I was apprehensive when someone rented it for the sleepover. Did you and, not like, did you, you didn't watch any horror movies or any, like... Uh, I don't think I did at that age. I yeah. probably would have been like nine, okay. maybe. I think I, yeah. So I was pretty uh, creeped out by vampires. <laughs> Not much you of were a story. Sensitive soul, yeah. Yeah, and then we watched it, and I think I liked it. Okay, didn't make a huge impression. I rewatched it a couple of years ago because, like, I since became a huge fan of the show. Obviously, so I wanted to go back and and see if there was anything in the movie that kind of hinted at how awesome the show is. And we'll talk about the differences between the two. Yeah, but, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't a huge movie for me. This is something I watched begrudgingly because I was a coward. <laughs> um, uh, what about you, Blaine? I definitely, I, I watched The Chase first, I think. And so I didn't watch this when it like, first came out, but I I had a big, I had like a big so schoolboy I, crush on okay. Christy Swanson. You had to like track down her whole filmography. Well, well, no, this came out and I was like, this looks like a fun movie. And this this girl I like is in it. So I'm going to... Well, you would have been like what, nine? No, I would. I was older than that. Like okay. I didn't when, watch when it. When you first saw it, yeah. When I first saw it, I was okay. older than that. Also, you're talking about her. This girl I like, like you know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, my friend, like, girl next door. my yeah. friend, Chrissy Swanson, who had a big crush on all through elementary. It was yeah. in the new Hollywood movie. <laughs> who knew she was going to get big? I don't know. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend, but she goes to a school over the next town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all just life. she lives in Sunnydale. You don't know her. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. When I was a kid, and I'd only seen, I, I did a play later in Hart House Theater, and uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the play. <laughs> yeah, it was a fringe thing. No, <laughs> I did a, I did a show, and the superintendent of the theater came by, and he was like, "Yo, dressing room, uh, Donald Sutherland used to be in that dressing room," and I was like, I, think I was really disappointed because I'd only seen him in this, and I didn't quite <laughs> like him. Um, in this Canada's and, greatest yeah. actor and I was like oh cool I guess he's a big Hollywood actor like what, what was he like and the superintendent was like bad breath that's all he said and then he left I thought you were going to say I was in a play and uh, like Christy Swanson was in the audience or something no that no. story was very disappointing I would be your girlfriend <laughs> yeah exactly Blaine didn't you get all my letters when you were <laughs> nine <laughs> I sent them from set <laughs> when did you first see this 
I didn't see it for a long time. I remember when it first came out and seeing like the ads for it. And I was like really fascinated by like the character of it, but I didn't have, you know, the money or the you know, agency to go see a movie. Well, you were, you were a child. You, you were a child. You didn't have, you know, Couldn't a wallet. Scrape up I, $4. I, I know. They were so cheap back then. Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. <laughs> I also, but though, to be fair, Blade, I also felt like, I felt like a stirring that I didn't understand at the time. <laughs> and it was about wow. vampires, though, right? Yeah, that's right. And the that's supernatural. Why, that's why you have your really fiction. something, I mean, yeah. that's so, that's, I guess that's why they're so popular amongst, like, teenagers. You know, there's yeah. the Twilights. Well, it's the changes this. you go through. Yeah. yeah. Basically, every horror movie is about puberty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the teenagers. Teenager Snaps was. Yeah. So I didn't see it for till quite some time later. I think I saw, like, a bunch of it on TV. And honestly, like, it didn't look as good as the show. And I liked the show okay, but so I wasn't... you saw the show first? first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I didn't have any really strong memories about it. But I like I like some of the elements. I mean, I like Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know where he used to change. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jess? Okay, so I, uh, yeah, so I saw this film in theaters, in the movie theaters. So you had money. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't. Um, So this is the crazy story. This is the, this is a significant story because my dad took me to see the movie. He was kind of like, he's kind of like a deadbeat dad, didn't do like very much in our lives. Dads love taking you to movies. Okay, but deadbeat dads especially because you don't have to talk, right? So, um, but they can say, oh, we hung out. Uh, I raised you. Right, because I took you to that one. I raised you in the dark. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Except minus the gloss sets. (laughs) There were no gloss sets. Um, But uh, anyway, so I remember he took me and my sister. But I was born in 1996, so I was six years old when my father took me to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. And it is actually kind of a terrifying movie, at least for a child at moments. Actually, I would even say it's scarier than the television show. There's something eerier. Like I don't know. Like there, I don't know. There's an unreality about it. Yeah, Yeah. and that like the the vampires can fly which yeah, is yeah. kind of creepier yeah. and like it was a bit more graphic i want to say i feel like there's more blood well they, 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 they like, didn't turn to dust yeah they don't turn yeah. to dust. Yeah, yeah so there's like way more blood and like i don't know there was just something that like I, you know what i'm probably also i'm just more scared of it because i was six years old when i watched it mm-hmm. and so then that that then created a fear of vampires within me for the next oh. like 10 years of my life. <laughs> like an aggressive fear of vampires. Where Did I'd you have hang like, garlic? Yeah. No, but I thought about it <laughs> a lot. I thought about it a lot. I ate a lot of garlic bread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But my mom was also really Catholic and there were like crosses around the house. Oh, and okay. I like didn't so like. Safe. Yeah. But okay. I didn't like Catholicism. I hated Catholicism, right. but I also didn't like vampires. So I was like, well, this kind of works then. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll keep the crosses. I don't vampires. believe in this cross, but it's a good tool. Yeah. It's like, a good tool. Or start fires if you need to. Exactly. When a vampire That's true. Grabs yeah, it. Doesn't, yeah. You can do a lot of things with a cross. Yeah, exactly. um, anyway, so yeah, so that was like just like my dad create like just by taking me to a movie on an afternoon one day, like established like a 10 year long, like aggressive fear of vampires. Wow. <laughs> so wait, crazy. Wait, like nightmares. Wait, I would so, wake up screaming from nightmares because like, the oh vampires are coming. So this is a parental moment though. Like after the yes. movie, you're scared. You're scared. Does he. Did he 
Did he, was he like, it's all right? You? No, he didn't cover me. He's a deadbeat dad. He was <laughs> like, there's a vampire in the car. Vampire yeah. movies. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what he did. He took me to so many inappropriate. He also took me to Eyes Wide Shut once, when I, but I was like a teenager at that time, which was maybe worse. I think that's worse. Yeah, yeah there are vampires kind of, in that? See, there were so many vampires. I've seen Cruz that movie. was a vampire. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he got thrown out of that party before they were like, okay, now it's time to feast on the blood of the innocents. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he left before they all died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man. Anyway, so yeah, that's my story. So it's kind of a pretty intense story. But you still like like the character. It's so weird because then I love the show so much. But I started watching yeah. the show when I was like a tween, probably. I was like twelve. Uh, so I don't know if it was like a rebellious thing where I was like, right. I don't I don't cube vampires. I'm gonna face my fear. I'm not scared of vampires, yeah. but I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like in the first few episodes, I was like, oh, I can't and then I got used to it. I don't know. They also like in the show, I think they quickly realized that vampires aren't like the best villain. Like no. the sort of better Buffy stories didn't even have vampires. Well, she kind of dispatched. Yeah. Them really easily, right? Like in, that too. Yeah, they uh, they were less scary. I don't know why. Kind of like is. putties from, you know, <laughs> from Power Rangers. From Power yeah. Rangers, yeah. They just like she kills them so easily. Oh, putty, that is interesting. Well, that also is like exactly in right. the TV show, they had like those like weird messed up faces, so they like weren't they yeah. took away their humanity. So you're like you know yeah they weren't <laughs> right. real. Well, I yeah. think that in the film, yeah, they didn't have like CG, like they didn't transform, right? So they, no, they just look really they just, pale. They just, and they just they had teeth. At a cure concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also yeah. had kind of, they kind of had uh, like Vulcan elfin yes, ears that's in right. the movie, yeah, which is like kind very, of strange. Yeah, <laughs> reptilian almost with the bri- uh, eye bridge or well, they, ridge. They no, no, I, I mean in the movie they had oh in like, the movie they had like pointed ears. Yeah, in, they in they the show they had the ridge thing. Yeah. I think that maybe because most of the time in the show they just look like normal humans, except yeah. when they transformed. They want to show yeah. a transformation. Yeah. yeah, and so you could hide the vampire amongst people. Yeah, right? and also they Angel would not have looked that hot if he was always a vampire. <laughs> Looks like Worf. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have been a heartthrob. He would have been like that man is so ugly. Why I'm surprised he became him? a sex symbol at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really? <laughs> it's like you're kissing a guy and then all of a sudden his face turns all puffy and weird. You're like, Ugh. well, that yeah. was, it was there was that was like a big reveal. I think when, right. when yeah. Angel changed the first time in Buffy's so. home. It was dramatic. Right. Oh, man, we should be talking about the show. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's turn the podcast off. Go watch the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back in 120 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about heartthrobs, though, Luke Perry, am I right? Yeah. yeah. There we go. I, I brought it so. back. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Thank yeah. You. Oh, yeah. So do you want to run down the plot of the movie, Rob? Yeah, so I'll try. So it's... <laughs> It's about Buffy Summers, who is... Uh, so they don't say her not- last name in the movie. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, they don't. Yeah. No, they just I, say Buffy. It's kind of hard watching this movie. <laughs> well, it's it's right there on the poster. As if that's <laughs> something like a conspiracy theory. Like, they just say Buffy. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Her last name could be Vampire Slayer. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe it was yeah. Winters. <laughs> get it? Do you get it? I, yeah, she thought out for, yeah. the, for the show. Yeah. <laughs> but so she is a... I, I guess it really starts with like, a, a, like some gothic script. And it's like every generation there will be a chosen one, a slayer, and uh, <laughs> no, that's great. And then it sort of like pops. Was that through, a clip? I think that was a clip. It pops to a, uh, a bring it on routine. Christy Swanson, you know, she's not a vampire ass kicker yet. She's a cheerleader, and she's like at the top of the pyramid, doing all like you know, leading the leading the cheers. I don't, I don't know how that really worked. Were you a cheerleader? Did you do Absolutely that? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. no. But they were male cheerleaders. Why didn't you ask me? Were you a cheerleader? No, that was too close to sports. <laughs> <laughs> Even that was like peripheral to sports. I had to sporting a chair, you know. That's how I felt about it too. Yeah. So I wasn't opposed to it. 
Ethically. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Ethically. <laughs> but she's the head of the cheerleading squad. She's a popular girl. She has all of these friends who are like cool and have like big 90s hair. And from Clueless for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hillary Swank is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and her hair is really bad in this movie. <laughs> she hasn't really figured it out yet. She just yeah. like gave up and went short for the rest of her life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But <laughs> she's just a normal, regular, sort of like popular girl. You know, she's not very nice to some of the other people. Like, uh, Yeah, she's kind of the queen bee of the school. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But everything seems to be going her way. Meanwhile, some kids uh, seem to be like disappearing in the background. Nobody really seems that concerned. We also have Luke Perry, as you mentioned, and his best friend, probably in real life, David Arquette. <laughs> I hope so in real life. <laughs> yeah. They just talk about all the acting gigs they're not they, getting. They need each other. <laughs> yeah. no. He's in Riverdale. <laughs> he is in Riverdale. Yeah, he is. Which is He's like, killing yeah. it. Yes. But the weird thing about him in this movie is his hair is like all matted when we meet him. Yeah, and he has a soul patch, right? Does yeah, he, he does. I think so. yeah. Why would you cast Luke Perry in a movie in 1992 and give him terrible hair? Yeah. I don't understand. Maybe the hairdressing budget on this movie wasn't so great. It's like casting Jackie Chan and being like, don't do any martial arts in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like this loser kind of guy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's supposed to be like a bit of a like, you well, know, misfit. Well, he's kind of, like, yeah, he's kind of he's, like the grunge guy. He's, he yeah. works in a garage, you know. He's the cool guy. He's the guy that like dudes watching this movie want to be. I don't think so. I don't know. Oh. I did when I was a kid. I think. I mean, I'm not a dude, so I don't. I don't know. But I'd say dudes watching. I wanted to be him. I think in the movie yeah. he was supposed to be sort of like. He, I guess kind of like um, in Breakfast Club. Uh, what's his name's character in Jack Bre- Nelson? Yeah, yeah. You know how he's kind of like kind of a loser, but also sort of a yeah, badass. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, but like yeah. people also think he's a loser. I, it's like hard yeah. to describe, but yeah. they want to be well, because him. he's like his own way. He's, he's, he's the establishment. Yeah. You know, that's why he's he's a loser. Yeah, yeah. Well, Buffy has like a boyfriend too. Like there's like a like a really handsome man with like you know. Know, like a flat top hairdo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he plays yeah. sports. He plays sports. But I don't s- think I've ever seen that guy before or since this movie. N- no, no, he looks like uh, he existed for this movie. He looks like the photo oh, in like a barbershop manual from like the nineties. <laughs> 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 Give me the Buffy's boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god, that's the super cut. All right, $8. I wish that was a haircut in the nineties, like the Rachel. <laughs> yeah. like, Give me the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie's boyfriend's haircut. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your hair is huge, but we can't get you any acting jobs. I'm so sorry. There's no way to capitalize. No, I can't think of any. It's like one inch away from like John Ralphio's uh, haircut. (laughs) But anyway, so meanwhile, there's a creepy guy lurking around, lurking around the school, as there usually is. This one is acclaimed Canadian actor Donald Sutherland. <laughs> and at first he's just sort of like creeping around the students, sort of like... It's really too bad. It's really creepy. It's it, not... It's, he's it's so much, much creepier than Giles was because Giles like, worked had, at the school. Yeah, he had a job. And yeah. he didn't wear a trench coat and a hat. Wasn't he wearing a trench coat and a hat? Yeah. Donald he, Sutherland's character. Yeah, he looks like he dressed up as Indiana Jones for Halloween and then wanted to flash people. That's oh, what that's what he, he looks like. Kind of look like a flasher. He's yeah. wearing a long coat. Am I wrong? He's wearing with that? The, he's the hat. wearing a long coat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I don't remember Giles ever say wandering into the girls' locker room. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's like, okay, we're, we're naked in here. This is the naked space. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, he just glosses over it. Yeah, he'd be arrested immediately. <laughs> For sure, if this was reality. Yeah. It's not creepy. My name is the Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Did oh the watchers God, sign that's in? That's so funny. Well, that's a really creepy name. Yeah, I've never sure. thought about that. It's better, it's better than the Leerer. That's you know? like, like the Peeper. Like, you know, they're right. like, oh my God. Perfectly yeah, yeah. innocent. It's uh, every generation, Tom. there's a young girl and a Peeper. And a, yeah, and, and a peeping man yeah. who walks around and looks at them. My real name is Tom. I'll see you later. Well, yeah, because yeah. first, first he approaches her in a mall, yeah. which is kind of a weird place. Sure. Yeah, he just sounds like a crazy stalker. He sounds like a random crazy man on the street being like, oh, I have a, you're, I have a mission for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. please, pretty girl, come with me yeah. to this graveyard and yeah. I'll show you your mission. And he's not quite sure if he has an English accent or not. Yeah, yeah the, the debate's out. So yeah. then what happened? Okay, so go ahead. Well, so uh, Luke Perry and David Arquette are getting drunk or something one night and they're like out by the roadside and Luke Perry sort of like is so drunk that he falls off whatever they're sitting on. And Donald Sutherland sort of like steps up to him. And like at the same time, this vampire with a very puffy shirt grabs David Arquette <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and takes him yeah. and kills him. And yeah. uh, it's this, the Seinfeld shirt. It's like that, that it pirate is. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I found it so hard to watch this thinking about that episode because these are all like the very like Baroque era of vampires. This is like yeah. the interview with the vampire era yeah. of right. like frilly vampires and, feel- and Van Dykes and, you know, <laughs> totally. long mullety hair. And that's, I feel like in this show, the vampires make fun of the vampires that are dressed like that still. Do you, I feel like, you know what I mean? I like, so. it's yeah, like yeah. Angel and, to, yeah. and Spike and yeah. Ju- like, Drusilla's kind of dressed like a little bit, but more modern, but, but then they meet the vampires who are like dressed more like, yeah. like, you know. Dan Rice r- vampires. Yeah. There is an episode yeah. where like they go to like a vampire club where everyone like dresses like vampires and yeah. they're, I think oh, they're kind yeah. of wearing that. And Angel's like, we don't dress like that. And then a guy walks by wearing the exact outfit that Angel is. Yeah. It's a great show. What what are some other funny moments from that show? (laughs) (laughs) You guys remember when vampires, like, were a thing, though? Like, kids wanted to, like, be vampires and people would, like, grind their teeth? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was, heard about that. I don't know if that's I like... Think people still do. Is that like an old wives' tale that kids I don't know. Do there was a band, Typo Negative, who supposedly did that. And saying like gothic songs, <laughs> but I, you know, it was like a, it was like a thing. I think. Yeah, I mean, it still it was a thing in the early two thousand. Like, it, yeah, but these weren't sparkly thing. chased vampires, right? These yeah. were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Catholic vampires, sexy <laughs> DIY dentistry vampires. <laughs> Well, so yeah. David Arquette gets made into a vampire, but Donald Sutherland, you know, since he's standing there, he saves Luke Perry's life. <laughs> Sorry about your friend. Yeah, That's yeah. a weird thing. The, the vampire almost just like comes in, like grabs one guy out of the hurt. He's like, there's no attack on anyone else. Yeah. It's the watcher, not the intervener. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> 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 More like the bystander. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so later, like Luke Perry is like in his room and David Arquette knocks on the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's a great line, though. Like, I'm not letting you in, man. You're floating, man. <laughs> like, like yeah, I love those lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he like but doesn't seem to acknowledge like he's too stupid to realize that it's, his friend's like dead or a vampire or something. Yeah, I feel like he was stoned, but he couldn't be stoned in the movie. But he was definitely stoned. Right, because oh, yeah. it's like a PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because oh. he was acting so either drunk or stoned, being yeah. like, "Man, I don't understand what's happening, man." Yeah. Also, yeah. calling out that David Arquette was trying to like 
convince him he wasn't a vampire and he was normal, but he was floating. He's flying, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so it's kind of the worst dude. way to do yeah. that, you know? Yeah, like, it's a good bit of comedy. Yeah, just like, don't fly and maybe he'll yeah. believe you uh, yeah. that you're, you're human. He's new at this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Luke Perry calling that That's out fair. is like, great, because we're all like, what is this guy an idiot? Like, we all know he's a vampire. He's flying. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like, no one yeah, he has you. teeth, he has ears. Yeah, but even like, that, you keep your mouth closed and just smile and walk on the ground. Yeah. Put on a toque. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a, whatever Jughead wears. Yeah. yeah exactly. For American listeners, that's a knitted hat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Okay. There's also like a bunch of other like while Buffy is sort of being stalked by Donald Sutherland. <laughs> there's a. We also get like a glimpse of the vampires. Now, the first vampire that we see is one of the most horrific creatures of the night. Paul Rubens, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, no, yeah, he's you great. don't want to see him in a dark place. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do. He's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, don't rag on Paul Rubens. Though th- this is an interesting bit like- of trivia okay. that he uh, one of his stipulations to be in this movie because it was supposed to be played by Joan Chen, who right. played Josie in Twin Peaks, but she's stuck in that. <laughs> doorknob or whatever in the dresser in the dresser at the hotel uh, <laughs> but uh, they cast Paul Rubens instead and he said his uh, his only thing was if he did the part it was right after his arrest and oh. he wanted to look as much like his mugshot as possible what? so if oh you look at God. his mugshot he's got that long hair and goatee and he he's pretty much dressed the same as he is in this movie why would he request that? That's the opposite of a good PR move. <laughs> that you He's like, do. I'm, you know what? I'm going to own it. Yeah. yeah no, I think that is what this. it was. Yeah. yeah. You know what? He what? had a Netflix show. It must have worked out for him all right in the end. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I guess in the end. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's probably about like yeah. kind of reclaiming yeah. this thing that. Uh, for sure. Well, he had to like give up the Pee Wee character for a long time and do like roles that weren't like that. Like he did Mystery Men and stuff like that. Stuff oh, that was yeah. more like more anonymous. Though that it is a slight misnomer because I I was actually just reading about this that uh, the Pee Wee show had ended before that, oh, yeah. and uh, I think they were still airing some of the episodes when right. he was arrested. But people were like, they canceled Pee Wee because of, and he was he was arrested for for exposing himself in a theater, right? But it was a porn theater, right? Is this so. is this accurate? Well, he was arrested at a porn theater. I, I, don't know. I, I was actually I was reading about this because I was writing something about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but uh, he was visiting his parents at the time too, which makes it even sadder. Like he was just looking for a <laughs> night out of the house away from his folks. Yeah, you yeah. can't like masturbate at your parents' house. Theater. Well, yeah, <laughs> because he didn't bring his porn to his parents. You know, that'd be awkward. So he needed <laughs> to go the out to the yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was no internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But he's he, great. He is great. Even though... <laughs> He looks ridiculous in this thing just because it's shot so weirdly. But like, I found him like kind of menacing. And even though I'd read his name in the credits, it took me a second to be like, oh, that's Pee Wee. He's right. the vampire. Yeah. yeah, because you didn't see his mugshot. So you didn't <laughs> know. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's one of the best parts of this movie, I'd say. I, I thought he was very funny yeah. and fun. Well, he's yeah. like raising a, uh, not, not like raising a child. He's like raising his like master or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, from, from the dead. Yeah. Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It needed to be said in stereo because he's important. <laughs> I thought it was Undead Mark Twain or something. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like the second least not scariest vampire in this movie after Paul Rubens. 
He looks like yeah. Vampire Hal Holbrook. He's <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Hal Holbrook as Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was also really into tying ribbons around women's necks, right? What was with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was always like was tying like, this ribbons. This is a good fashion accessory. He yeah. like, had his own thing. It's like women's yeah. like this, right? <laughs> yeah. That was his signature. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, maybe he just wanted to be a fashion designer all along. Yeah. You know? He's like, once I bite you, you have to wear a choker. It's a thing. It hides the marks, but it's also fashion accessory. Oh, sure. He wasn't wearing the cape because he was a vampire. He was just trying to bring it back. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why he was in California. He was trying to get into fashion. It didn't work out, and this yeah, is how yeah. he lashed out. Yeah. Oh, this is so the the onset dresser. We used to do this this horrible segment. We looked at the funny names on on the credits. Oh yes, Blaine's funny names. Yeah. Yeah, you're bringing that back. Yeah, for this movie alone, From the dead. Because the onset dresser, the person that dressed people in this in this cape, their name was Rocky Slaymaker. <laughs> which is fucking amazing. Wow. Slaymaker. Slaymaker. Buffy the vampire slaymaker. <laughs> right, that's exactly. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so. that's a great place to take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Talk about Rutger Hauer. Yeah. yeah. Hauer power. <laughs> the hour of Hauer power. Okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we're back to talk about Jess... <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Were you going to say talk about Jess? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about me. Talk about you. Let's talk about me for the next if you don't mind opening up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've slayed a lot Audiences. of men, and, uh, mostly. <laughs> and vampires. And vampires. Mostly a male vampire. No, so, we're here yeah. to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Jess Bolu mm-hmm. of the Crimson Wave podcast. Yes. And we were just talking about Rutger Hauer, who has been one of the greatest villains in cinema history. He was in Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh. And that was the one. Yeah, that was the only one. (laughs) Wait, he's in lots of movies. I know he is. He was... yeah, Hitcher. Lots of movies. Oh, he was uh, Blade the Runner. Hitcher. Oh my God, he was the blonde, the blonde guy yeah. in Blade Runner, right? Yeah, yeah. The, he oh, was that. Hobo avec un shotgun. I saw the French version. <laughs> right, right. He, he was that uh, sniveling Wayne board member in Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah. Uh, what else is he in? He was uh, a, a Blade he, Runner. Yeah, we said that. Okay. Yeah, we said. <laughs> and uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> I think he, he also was only in Blade Runner <laughs> when he started a career. He was like. You're a really like young and handsome guy, and he was in like a Robin Hood kind of show in like Scandinavia, I think. Wow, I, that's that's where I know him from. Oh man, <laughs> he's been in 170 things, oh. and they're all Blade Runner. Did <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. remakes of Blade Runner? Just yeah. various yeah, remakes. Exactly. Yeah. He is also in Riverdale. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a vampire in True Blood as well. So he's, he's played vampires. Yeah, was he actually? I think he was in True Blood. I, I hope he wasn't a vampire in True Blood. He just he was like, I refuse. He was a replicant. Uh, yeah. I'm getting yeah. typecast I'm as getting vampire. I'm getting I don't want to. I just played just it like... once in 99.2 and never again. Okay? okay. Yeah. So we haven't actually talked about the part where Buffy becomes the vampire slayer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Donald Sutherland finally creeps her enough that she's like, you know, mm. hey, stop following me. Stay out of this school. Nobody likes you. Go back to your retirement home. 
Yeah. And she's good at that because she's a teenage girl. She's a queen bee. She's good at like insulting people. Yeah. But also (laughs) like he should be looking after his own son who is a vampire. Boss boys. (laughs) (laughs) His mortal enemies are garlic crucifixes and Christmas trees. (laughs) (laughs) You can cut that out. That's a that's a Lost Boys deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> but so he like throws a knife at her and catches it and realizes that and she like, catches it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a boomerang knife. That's what I said. He throws a knife and she catches okay, it. There you go. And realizes that yes, in fact, it is her destiny. Oh, and also she's had all these like dreams, like period piece dreams, <laughs> <laughs> period dreams. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, you know she's like uh, somebody else mm-hmm. and. When uh, Donald Sutherland talks to her, he's like, do you remember being like an escaped slave or something like that? And she doesn't remember that, but she remembers this one. He doesn't say that. I'm yeah, he, sure does. he does. Yeah. What? Really? Yep. Yeah. He definitely does. Uh. But also, <laughs> well, I try to tie a little history in there. Yeah. <laughs> Educate the kids. The uh, White people are the vampires in that analogy. Also, in, oh God, in the, uh, in the opening, like, prologue, I guess that's like one of her dreams. Right, we're meant to, but like Donald Sutherland is in it because I guess in in the movie yeah. the Watchers are also reincarnated. Yeah, so wouldn't he be like, oh, in your dreams, am I there? <laughs> right. like, wouldn't you see me in your dreams? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, that sounds like such a bad line. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go into a high school and start saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Watchers are reincarnated. Oh, yeah. I don't think they were in the show, but in the no, movie, they were, they were, yeah, yeah it was just sort of train. passed on. And yeah, it wasn't even reincarnation though; it was just passing on the like a mentorship, power. like for the Slayers. They were like they were like right. in terms of like like one died, but then it wasn't like the other one was born. Then well, yeah, no, and all girls are Slayers, right? Like every girl is a Slayer. Is no, that thing? What? no, and then, no, no. and then once once you go down the line, everyone becomes a slayer. No, not Isn't every, no, no. not every but woman every is slayer. But there's a lot of slayers. But there are a lot of slayers okay. bumping around. But then right. their watchers usually, sometimes start training them before they're called upon, right? Right, but like so that right. they before they actually get the power, they have more skills. Yeah, right. yeah. Because in in Buffy, there were like two. Because Buffy kept dying, there were two other right. <laughs> yeah. slayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then like in the last season, when all like when they, she gets all those slayers yeah, that haven't been right. called upon yet, exactly. Like, yeah, so they're, they're, it was not like one dies and the other one is then born. We have to wait like right. sixteen years. <laughs> right. until. And also, it's yeah. not all women. It doesn't end with like every woman on earth getting superpowers. No, it's not all women. <laughs> yeah. all right. I mean, all the slayers are that's women, but not all women women are slayers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't you that's, know anything, that's like Blaine? A tautological <laughs> argument. It's <laughs> like philosophy class. I thought, yeah, this is sex ed or something. But that's have a penis women kill vampires <laughs> but the watchers are just regular people like anyone can be a watcher right they're all yeah. british it seems in but the show that, yeah application you have to do a police screening probably oh maybe not with donald sutherland yeah no but, he definitely didn't do <laughs> but in the movies there's definitely like donald sutherland says something like i've done this hundreds of times through different lives yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. like the dalai lama he like also, remembers his past he's life like traumatized right, yeah. by seeing these other slayers die because some of them have not been ready and like later when buffy Rucker Hauer finally sort of like confronts Buffy and he's like hypnotizing her with his dreamy eyes. Yeah. I don't know if it's a power or if it's just like his Scandinavian intensity. <laughs> but now it's like, no, she's not ready yet. Yeah. Give and then another five minutes. And then, <laughs> and then he gets staked for it. Yeah. Well, he's, he sort of like, in a way, sort of sacrifices himself. But he doesn't, it's, it's a weird sacrifice because Rutger Hauer is going to like, kill Buffy and then he's like don't do it 
and then he kills Donald Sutherland, and he's like, you know what? That guy I just killed was kind of right. I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, there's no, it, like, she didn't get away. Yeah. So it was a weird. It seems weirdly motivated. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this will exactly. be so much sweeter when I kill you later. It's like, oh, you're not quite aged yet. Give you another year. <laughs> oh, you know, blood is like this wine. This is the creepiest thing. It's yeah. like wine. Oh, but also, in the original script, I think it was, he was supposed to kill himself, the Watcher. Yeah. Uh, Merrick is his name. He was, yeah, that's right. He was supposed to... Parents love the elephant man. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why was he? Why? Why would he kill himself? I think what I read was that he was <laughs> really lonely. He was an yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> he's yeah. like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Spend half my time in locker rooms. No, he's loving a girl that hates society. <laughs> no, it was that Rutger Howard was trying to find out who Buffy or who the Slayer was. And he didn't want to tell him. And so Rutger Hauer bit him to turn him into a vampire. And then he would be evil and, and reveal the information. So right. to prevent himself from becoming a so vampire, he killed himself. Oh. That's what I read in any case. So that like, kind of makes sense. I after like he was bit or before? Uh, yeah, either just after or just before. I'm not sure. <laughs> How, because they become vampires How fast? I really feel. quickly. Because some things right? that are just bitten in the, in the end just Yeah, right. It's right away, up. right? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. in, the, in the show, it's right away way as well right yeah in the show there's also like oh fuck i feel like such a fucking nerd <laughs> in the <laughs> you show are. if the, that's why you, do this you can podcast. be killed by a vampire but then if you want to turn someone into a vampire there's actually like a ritual like you have yeah, to feed yeah. off them and then they have to feed off you yeah right. they have it's to, like a whole deal they have to take your blood right <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah i think it's in in like um interview with a vampire i'm i think i'm thinking about that because they that's like a 12 hour period or something like yeah, where, like yeah. it takes a long time and like and yeah and true blood dead. Yeah, true blood, waiting. you need to bury true someone. Blood, there's like a longer process yeah. as well. You bite them, you need to bury them. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Six <laughs> eight eight some surveys period. afterwards, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Rate yeah, my bite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but Buffy is right away, I think, in both versions, both the show and the movie. I think yeah. it's almost immediate, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So. Anyway. Yeah, well, she, there's also like a good training montage. Where she like because she's like a good she has gymnast skills already which she demonstrates she's a through her yeah. cheerleading and she also does like a mean routine just for the hell of it <laughs> but then he's got to like teach her like all the karate stuff and like does it all in like <laughs> seems to be like three minutes <laughs> it is three minutes because the scene that happens before that is like Pike being like I gotta leave town and then the scene that happens after that montage is Pike leaving town <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like uh, that's like half an hour while he collected his things oh, yeah. that she learned this over weeks yeah, in that half hour. Like, how quickly <laughs> exactly. do you think he's going to pack true. up? Yeah, I yeah. was like, it took me a lot of time to get here this morning. We had to plan this podcast six months ago, so Rob <laughs> would be here on time. <laughs> also, I forgot that his name was Pike. I know. so similar to Spike. And I know. Oh, yeah. And wear leather jackets. And yeah. did Joss Whedon just could not, couldn't think of another name. And he's like, yeah. Why wouldn't you it? call him Spike in the first place? Who calls somebody Pike? Yeah, Pike is... Who was Pike? That's not I really name. love that's the Pike place roast. Well, yeah, but <laughs> at one point, Buffy says, that's not a name, it's a fish. Yeah, yeah. So they probably yeah. wrote it just for that killer just for line that joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, Spike he's and like, Pike. He's, he's like he's, proto Spike. He's kind of like Spike a little bit more than Angel. Like he's, he's a little bit more like sassy. I feel. Or, yeah, like, kind he's, of funny. But sassy, he's not exactly a hundred year old vampire or anything. No, oh, he's Luke, Luke Perry was definitely not a teenager. He was closer to being the hundred year old vampire. <laughs> no, that's yeah, he was, he was like a thirty five year old man. <laughs> so was Kristen yeah. Swanson. I think she looked like somebody's mom who was like infiltrating <laughs> high school and trying to be cool. Yeah, I think like when when it showed her. 
mom for a second. I was like, well, they're kind of the same. Maybe they just gave her mom a fake tan. I mean, I don't know. It was weird. Also, there's a really funny moment with her parents in the movie because they're these really rich parents that are never they're there. Yuppies, yeah. And in the in the show, right, her dad's gone, but her she's really close with her mom. And I remember in the movie, there's this one moment where she gets home because in the show, she's constantly lying to her mom, right? It's like this huge, oh, it's, it's a constant problem. Her mom's like, go to school, be better at everything. And she's like, oh, I'm living a double life. And in the movie, I remember she comes home really late one night and her, her mom is like, where have you been? And she's like, uh, out somewhere. And then her mom's like, oh, okay, great. We're leaving for a couple days. See you later. Yeah, it was, it was, leaves uh, right away. It was the line. She was, she was like, do you know what time it is? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You're right. That's exactly right. We have to go if it's that late. Yeah. Like, do you know what time it is? She's like, 10 p.m. She's like, oh my God, we have to go. Okay. Yeah, see you later. Yeah, yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, yeah. That was a good line. There's like islands of comedy in this. That was this the movie. funniest line in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that, for sure. I think it tries to play the comedy a little bit more. Like the, yeah. like the floaty vampire stuff. Um, yeah. But also, like, the tone of it's really weird. I mean, we should wrap up the plot before we start to talk about yeah, just, like, the general sort of... But anyway, so the vampires, like, attack the prom. Uh, oh, yeah, the vampire slayer, or the watcher is dead. Um, yeah, it's the school dance. It's not... I don't think it's the prom. It's a, really? It's a different school dance. Because they talk about, like, it's, like, their last year and, you know, everything like that. And then I assume she got, like, set back a few grades <laughs> for the TV show. <laughs> No, well, maybe it's the problem. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> they, they did talk about how many other school dances they have after <laughs> Right, that. right, right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good idea for a big set piece at the school dance. I mean, it's something they did in the show a few times. I think. Yeah. They had a few mm-hmm. school dance. Well, plus, every teen movie seems to like, you know, climax yeah. at the teen dance. Wait, that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody climax at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's this watcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I, it was really weird watching, like, the scenes in the high school because, like, it does try to, like, get into, like, the high school vibe a bit. And I was like, man, this is just, like, dazed and confused. And then I saw, like, one of the guys from Dazed and Confused and Ben Affleck is there, too. Yeah, yeah Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck is, is yeah. in this, right? He's a basketball player, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's why there's that scene where they're all, the vampires are basketball players and they're playing basketball as yeah, vampires. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, one vampire that comes in. And yeah. 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 Who was it? Was it her boyfriend? No. It no, it was, was her boyfriend's best friend. It was her yeah. boyfriend's best friend. Well, who it wasn't the guy who dazed and confused is like the guy who gives all the paddling is yeah, the same guy it's the same guy yeah. definitely yeah, Richard Linklater yeah. saw this and was just like just take away the vampires it's it's <laughs> Well, it also, like, that scene's kind of straight out of Teen Wolf, right? I was just about to oh. say. Yeah. But also, no one notices. Like, he, he dunks the ball and then floats to the ground, and everyone's like, eh. Like, they don't, <laughs> yeah. this guy floated to the ground. No one's going to point that out. Just going to cheer for the other team? I don't understand <laughs> what these kids were looking at. Yeah, there's something they I see that? don't like about this movie in terms of like how dumb people are. Yeah. Like, yes. that no one notices that because they do that in a funny way on the show. I feel like where like there, there's a vampire attack on the school and the principal thinks that it's like meth heads. <laughs> like he's always yeah. saying like those kids are on drugs, right? But yeah. they're, you know they're not flying. They're not you know. Or, or at the end, you know, Stephen Root plays the principal here, and at yeah. the end, he's like giving detention slips exactly. to like corpses. It's like, well, that, no <laughs> one would so ever stupid. do that. Yeah, that was funny though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, think, it's it's yeah. funny, but it doesn't like I don't know if it belongs in this movie. Like, in, he's in trying to of, maintain a sense of control. He yeah. just wants a stapler. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, I, what was I going to say? I think I was probably. I mean, I don't know if Joss Whedon wanted the vampires to fly in the movie yeah. or because there's such a goofier tone to this movie than in it's the true. show like the show's so funny but it is like like it's supernatural but it's kind of based in reality like there's nothing really happens you're like oh that 
like if somebody actually saw a vampire, they would react a lot of the time as they do in the show. Yeah. But in the film, it is like people are like flying yeah. and like there's blood everywhere, and they're like, oh well, like yeah. geez, yeah. you know, yeah. I hate school. Um, like it's it's so not it's it's just not realistic. Yeah. And, and the tone of the movie, like you can't really feel for anyone. Like there's yeah. no there's no wonder- pathos for anyone. But in the in the show, there is like when Buffy's mom died, like that was a seminal yeah. episode, and you've really felt horrible. Like you it think, made you feel. I sort of wondered like whether this was supposed to be like a satire or whether they were sort of going for that because like the elements that we sort of start off with like Buffy's like the ditzy sort of cheerleader. She has lots of sass, right? Yeah. But you know she doesn't really care about other people. She has like popular friends, but no. And they sort of like they sort of make fun of all these stupid popular people because kids are dying and nobody seems to notice or care. But like, and there is like all this great stuff where like Buffy's friends sort of like ostracize her a bit because she's so busy slaying. And uh, <laughs> yeah, she hasn't been to school in like a week. And yeah, then she like found that funny. Yeah. sort of reaches back out to them and they like uh, turn against her. And I sort of like that because it sort of like sets up the Buffy that we know in the, in the show. But the, on the show, like even like the popular people, like the dense dumb kids that were sort of like programmed to sort of hate Buffy tv or whatever there's a lot of empathy for them like you know they turn out to be like characters or once they're traumatized by vampires or monsters attacking them like we see their humanity yeah Yeah. they have depth yeah yeah Yeah. here they're just like vacuous teens like everybody thought teens were in 1992 yeah do you think that's a that's a a reading problem or do you think that's like a space problem like they they didn't just have enough space to develop those characters i mean it, it might be a space problem like i think in a way, watching this now, and it's hard to watch it without complete knowledge of the show that comes after it, even seeing Buffy's transformation from popular person to sort of like this ostracized, damaged character mm-hmm. at the beginning of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It seems like a pilot. Like, it really seems like, right. yeah. you know, it starts it all off. And like Buffy, even as a character, doesn't really have enough substance as, as a character in this movie to be interesting. Like, mm-hmm. she sort of accepts her destiny as the chosen one. Who fucking cares? I'm- but. Yeah. When I, she's like grappling with her responsibility in the TV show, that is like really engrossing stuff. Here it's just like, oh, she's a popular girl. And you yeah, know, it, it wasn't well, that kind of weird. But being kind of like a pilot before the actual pilot happened is kind of interesting because Buffy is the outcast going into a new school f- from the beginning, right? She's kind yeah. of on the outside because of the events of the, the right. movie. And that's a kind of a cool place to start the show, which probably wouldn't have happened if not for the movie. Yeah. Right? Like the movie would have probably yeah. played her as like Actually, a popular there's girl a from the piece, beginning. Piece on the AV Club uh, earlier this year, kind of saying that that's what's great about the movie, even though it's not that great, is that it kind right. of gets the the less interesting bits of exposition out of the way, so that the character starts the show in a more interesting place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I also just think generally, though, the direction of the film and the performances in the film also make the characters also very dumb and just yeah. empty. Yeah, like in one note, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that. Even, even like Sarah Michelle Geller's performance as Buffy, there is, there is more depth even in just the way she speaks and operates. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's why Joss Whedon like really liked her as an actor. And like all, like they went through such an intense casting process because they wanted everybody to have like layers and be able mm-hmm. to play multiple like 
facets and be dramatic but funny at the same time and i think a lot of like i think luke perry actually has the most compelling performance in yes. the entire film surprisingly right. yeah. well, he has a real transformation because he, he has a transformation patch yeah yeah exactly yeah his hair <laughs> adapts but but i think that even donald sutherland doesn't really like he's always the same yeah. like mm. chrissy swanson's always the same like everyone's always just kind of the same through yeah. the whole film except yeah. luke perry he's kind of the only one that changes a little yeah. bit that's true mm-hmm. he also has the kind of he has yeah like you alluded to the kind of she's all that moment at the end where his hair is slicked back and yeah. he's wearing like yeah. a cool jacket yeah. yeah totally well her hair is slicked back too it's like he yeah, saw it and was like back. oh i got the memo don't worry yeah. <laughs> like i just ran a comb through my hair her hair is also slicked back after that's such yeah. a weird choice yeah, <laughs> what a weird choice, choice. Slick back i mean it was hair. early 90s i don't know was she wearing like a jacket over her dress or something uh, he yeah. gives her his jacket so she can fight because she's in a dress and it's hard and there's vampires like oh but yeah you don't want you know you don't yeah. want to go with uh, spaghetti straps when you're fighting vampires. Yeah, you want to put no, more fabric on your body. That'll well, help. Yeah, you know. bite you, you know. Yeah. You want, like, the oh, leather, yeah. you know. Oh, that makes sense, actually. For, like, yeah. Yeah. For road rash, you know. Yeah. yeah. You Why fall off your bike. I really like the uh, the final <laughs> scene, though, or the confrontation, because we have Luke Perry, and he's sort of like, he thinks that he's going to, like, save her and save the day. And she's like, no, you just stay here. I'll handle this. And he's like, yeah, I can help, too. And he's like, no, you stay here. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I've shut, got this. Shut I'm up. the chosen yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, okay. And I brought you your purse with steaks. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of definitely is like, wait, you have this way more than I do. Like, I'm yeah. trying to be the man, like the macho guy that would normally do this in a movie, but this isn't that movie. I'll yeah, loosen your movie. peanut butter jar lids. <laughs> right. That's why Joss Whedon created it, right? Remember, yeah. he always says in interviews that he felt bad for all the women in horror films and like sci fi, yeah, like girl, in yeah. Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, and how they were always the victims and stuff, and to have like a beautiful blonde woman as the hero, yeah. which is revolutionary, right? Like the show and even for this sure. movie is. Is the beginning of like the um, the world and creating like as Buffy the character it's crazy there's like so few Buffies out there yeah like characters like that yeah it's really yeah. and who are also funny and like heroic you know like it's when crazy. I was just watching Wonder Woman recently and like I liked Wonder Woman but something I did notice is that like she isn't and so the heroes a lot of time aren't necessarily that funny but it is nice to see like a theme like she wasn't that funny she was just mostly strong and like mm-hmm. you know yeah. like stoic and, and hot right <laughs> but anyway but uh, Buffy is like it, those things but then also yeah. very hilarious and yeah. has a lot of funny lines and her yeah. snark is her weapon yeah. yeah, and she invents a whole language, right? That's mostly her. Yeah. How she talks more than any of the other characters is the mo- like the most silly way of speaking. And she also doesn't abandon the character that was in those horror movies, which is like the girl who likes to shop. Like she, yeah, still she's can both do that exactly, which is amazing too, right? Because it's yeah. like usually as a woman, you're kind of like, oh, you can't be yeah. feminine, right? You're and gonna like, be Sigourney Weaver, an alien, exactly, or, like to yeah. be a, a main. You can't wear yeah. a skirt and fight. Yeah, exactly. you have to become a man. Yeah. yeah. Be strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or masculinize. Yeah, exactly. That, well, that's what a lot of movies were saying at the time. That's why this was so important for sure. Yeah. And that's that's also you brought up Wonder Woman. Like that's kind of what I think is good about the show as opposed to the movie, because she does start the show at a place of like being yeah. in possession of of like her skill set and knowing who she is. Like Wonder Woman I, I know one thing that bugged me about it is it's very much about her being like shown the world. I think that got it in the way of me enjoying it as much. Whereas yeah. like Buffy, the thing mm-hmm. I like about Buffy and a lot of sort of genre things like that is you like having, you know, a hero that you can just kind of put your trust in, in a way. Yeah. So I, I do mm-hmm. kind of thinking about that piece, like I like that they got this out of the way and kind of a, 
<laughs> disposable movie in a lot of ways. And, and we're yeah. just able to have the show they be almost, its own thing. They almost made it disposable though. Like what, what were, what were any defining shots? What were sets that were really cool? Like they didn't really put any money or intention into but again, but, uh, but again, you can't fault it because it did kick off this character yeah. that I think yeah. is tremendously important and amazing. Well, and, and, and like the potential can be seen. It just doesn't like sort of. Reach it. And in yeah. fact, I think that Joss Whedon, I remember reading an interview because he was so upset with the product of that <laughs> film that then like it like really lit a fire under him to make the show because right. he was like, this character needs to like actually yeah. be in something good because I don't want her to die in this movie. If it was successful. <laughs> And he made the show. The show might have sucked, or he right. might have not yeah, made the yeah. show. If the movie was what he wanted, he maybe yeah, he would have left he, it. He would have made a sequel, uh, another one, and then we would have been done with it. Right? Yeah, like, but he was like, "No, I need it. I need this to be what I wanted it to be." And then mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm going to direct it. I'm going to have control and over then, it." And then the show changed TV too, because yeah. you could have you could have these characters in really dire situations doing comedy too. Like it was yeah, and it was uh, revolutionary. One thing I didn't know is it was uh, Dolly Parton's production company. She's really? so good. So if it wasn't for she's Dolly awesome. Parton, are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah, I would love what? Dolly Parton. She's awesome. I love Dolly she Parton so much, so and cool. I love her so much more. I didn't know I could love her more than I already yeah. do. She should have done a cameo. That's yeah. oh my god, she should have been a cameo. She would have played her mom. Oh, oh, imagine if she was Buffy's mom. That would have been amazing. Well, that's why know. she's away so much. She's got working. all those road dates. <laughs> yeah. She's always working nine to five, you know? It's her oh, spiritual mom, for sure. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. That's crazy. Dolly Parton. Whoa. I wonder yes. if there's like a Dolly Parton song about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I hope That'd so. Be amazing. Like maybe she wrote one for the movie and they didn't yeah. put it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just Jolene, but with Buffy. <laughs> Doesn't even fit the meter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it kind of does. One thing I thought was weird was Pee Wee Herman's death. Rucker Howard, like, yeah. kills him, stabs him, and he does this, like, weird, like, yeah. comedic death scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's on, that's on point with the handing of detention slips to dead kids. Like, that's where, like, you go, it's arch, and then you kind of break it. And but you I go didn't know he that. was still, I didn't know he was actually dead. <laughs> I thought he was playing around. <laughs> it's, it's like such a Pee Wee Herman thing to do. <laughs> he for sure that improvised that, and then they, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, we love it. This yeah, makes that sense. I think on the so trivia it says that they, they let him improvise it. I don't yeah. know, though. I thought I was weird. It was weird. And it was weird. Everyone it speaks w- really highly of him. I was reading some of the interviews and like Joss Whedon has, you know, walked off the set, apparently didn't come back because he hated Donald Sutherland so much. Yeah, yeah. he hated Donald Sutherland. He was like, he phoned yeah. it in. He didn't, he was rude to people on set. bad breath. Yeah. There's, like, <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. an interview where he he, they're saying like, oh, room? do you think it was because, you know, he was changing around the script or you had a different vision? And he's like, no, he was a prick. Yeah, well, he wow. would he would change around the script stuff. Yeah, and he right, wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't say the so. lines, and apparently Joss Whedon thought that what he said was incomprehensible. Yeah, but also that's like fair. Whedon and the director both just said Paul Rubens was just the best. Oh, that's yeah. nice. He's a sweetheart, probably. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, mean, yeah. I like his. Uh, I like his Twitter. It's very like whimsical. Gives me a dose of whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, sometimes there's like pictures of him masturbating. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's very bad. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. kind of a pervert, probably. No, nah, he's not. That, he's a, he's <laughs> a wonderful guy. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know him personally? Well, I don't know. But I, you know, I, if, I, if Blaine knows Christy Swanson personally, just say you know Paul Rubens personally. Yeah. I know him personally. And I know him personally. And, and he's, a perv- <laughs> he's a pervert. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. should have been the watcher. Yeah. So. But that, even that bit kind of reminded me of. Uh, was it one of the Austin Powers movies where Will Ferrell does that yeah. slow dying thing? And they yeah. even have it like I'm really badly after burned. the credits. Yeah. 
in both where he's yeah. still dying. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's also weird to think though about like logic. Cause there's so much logic missing in this, in the film that the show oh, that yeah. does really well, like them dying and not disappearing. What happens to those bodies? Are they just like, bo- like vampire bodies all over town? Do, Do they, they decompose? Decompose. Yeah. Like, cause they have like weird teeth and stuff. Yeah. Like people would find the bodies and be like, what's going on with this kind of human? This That's the other duty of a weird. slayer. You have to clean up all the bodies. Yeah, but like, are <laughs> they like... trash bag. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like, like police and like doctors, like they would investigate these bodies. They'd be like, these yeah. are mutants like, or yeah, something is yeah. wrong with these bodies. If they didn't disintegrate, like the fact that they turned to dust in the show makes sense because then nobody actually knows they're vampires because yeah. they disappear. Well, I feel like that's also what Josh... Joss got to do is like do a dry run of the show and yeah. and see what worked and didn't work in the movie. See, do you know Joss Whedon also? Because now you're just calling him Joss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, too. I call him Josh. How uh, many people in this movie uh, are you friends with? <laughs> <laughs> That's your nickname for him is Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I screwed it up once. He thought it was funny. You know, <laughs> you're like the you stepdad, like trying to yeah, like seem like he's cool. To the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, my friend. Uh, I mean, my friend Joshua. Uh, you call him guy. Joshua as well. Uh, yeah, I. I <laughs> I elongated it. He calls me Blair. It's a thing, you know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should decide yeah, if we think this movie is rewatchable. Let's go through it, Jam. What do you think? Uh, no. I mean, I don't think it's a great movie for the reasons we described. I mean, it's hard to uh, to kind of reconcile because, like, it's the thing that kicked off one of my favorite things. Yeah. Of all things, uh, it's no Buffy might be my favorite TV show. I did did watch a lot of Nine Hundred Two One L. Lost. <laughs> what? Lost was one of your faves too. No, no, not not really? compared to uh, to oh, Buffy. Yeah. Buffy's oh, wow. the best. I love Buffy. Even the guy that created The Wire said Buffy's the best TV show. Better than his show. Wow! Wow! Really? Yeah. He wow. said that. Oh my god! That's such a compliment. To me, <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, I don't know. It sounded like no. I was talking about myself. I'll tell, I'll tell Josh. God, okay, I'll, tell I'll, Josh I'll tell that I feel complimented. That, right. People yeah, compliment exactly. his show. No, but I, but I'm glad it exists, <laughs> and I'm glad it was shitty. So they got to make it as a show. Yeah. So it's it's hard to uh, to well, be so happy things turned out the way they did, but also think it's not a great movie. And I think the actors are actually pretty good, with the exception of maybe Donald Sutherland. I yeah. think he's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man. <laughs> He kept on staring at people and going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, Rob pointed. It's, uh, <laughs> it's oh a body God. snatcher reference. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think it might be, it, it can be not rewatchable and probably not rewatchable. And, and because of that, made the show that you love, right? Like, because it's not rewatchable. Exactly. Yeah. Like, because it was a failure, they were able to reboot it as a show. And yeah, and, uh, yeah no. Uh, so, yeah, not a great movie. <laughs> Can we not hear Rob anymore because he blew out his mic? Is that what happened? <laughs> what about you, uh, Jam? <laughs> what about you, Blair? <laughs> Blair! What about you, Blair? Uh, uh, I liked this movie a lot when I was a kid, and I thought people were kind of like unduly harsh on it. But they were duly harsh on it. It's not a great movie. It doesn't adhere to reality at all. And there are some movies that can get away with it, but mainly... What's his the biodome? Like what's his name? Polly Shore movies can get right. away with it, but this oh, movie can't. Such a Polly Shore vibe. You're yeah, right. it's it such a Polly Shore movie. It has such that vibe. Oh and, my gosh! Uh, yeah. And I, you don't want that for a Buffy. <laughs> no. You want something that takes it seriously. You know? <laughs> oh, it's so Polly Shore. Oh wow! Polly Shore the Vampire Slayer. You don't want yeah. that. Oh, uh, that's, that's another thing I read. I did not know this. The Seth Green is in this movie. He is. Right? When? He's, when? He's, what? He's, you see the back of his head. He had a scene that was cut out. 
And the scene yeah. that was cut out is on the back of the VHS right, uh, yeah. release. I think on he's the actually back of the in box. for two seconds, the back of his head. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and he played What's-His-Face. He, he was a vampire. Oh, yeah. 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 Was he well, a no, he's a werewolf. No, he's a vampire on the movie. Oh, in the movie, movie. Yeah. He's a yeah. vampire on the movie. Was yeah. Oh, wow. crazy. Whoa. Yeah, you could be both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Those, uh, what are the underworld movies could be solved with this right here? Yeah. I'm going to say it's mildly rewatchable because I thought, I actually thought it was kind of a little bit like bad enough it's kind of good because we have like the ideal image of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the elements in this are kind of great like Luke Perry Donald Sutherland I mean it's just funny <laughs> that he's in it right <laughs> there are so many famous people in this movie yeah. like even ben, Root like the fact ben, Affleck. ben Affleck is in it and Hilary yeah. Swank what is Hilary yeah. Swank this is crazy she just looks so lost <laughs> yeah. the scene where the vampire paralyzes her <laughs> right, right. So sad. Yeah, oh yeah. my god yeah. <laughs> when that other vampire has to euthanize her no he could just like bite her and bring her back <laughs> oh that's true or would she be like a paralyzed vampire oh man anyway <laughs> make a movie about it clint eastwood <laughs> yeah so i you know i found it kind of enjoyable and it's sort of fun to like to laugh at because it's not great but it's kind of entertaining you know right and like it seems like a stupid idea like if you say it out loud like it does oh, seem a like cheerleader a yeah. becomes a vampire slayer I and the show does it completely better yeah because yeah. it takes away the cheerleader part <laughs> but so i'm gonna say it's mildly rewatchable jess what about you um, you're the guest you get to have the deciding vote wait, oh uh, wow wait are we what were the num- what well, you said no they said no I you said both said no nah. you said yeah no I said I said no you said official no so you said yeah you could bring it up to a nah it really nah. doesn't affect the movie that much <laughs> it does yeah we won't this go is, round up all the copies and burn <laughs> this them this affect box office sales yeah exactly we have a run tomatoes it's still in the thing, theaters so. right is it still running yeah. Yeah. Um, they're gonna bring back Buffy the Vampire Slayer for all the fans of the show with all the characters they're gonna reboot it for Netflix but only if you decide that always, the 1992 uh, movie is brilliant i always had fantasies but it'd be like about the show becoming a movie and oh man i wish it anyway anyway um, that's another <laughs> podcast so okay yeah i mean i have a very tragic experience with this movie is it right. cost me uh yeah your ptsd yeah, yeah my vampire ptsd um but yeah, I mean, I think it's Once fine. Bitten, yeah. I think it's like a it's like a nostalgic cheesy movie that you watch, and it's not good, but it's it's nostalgic if you were born around that time, or I don't know. Yeah, that's the most I could say. I think that pe- like teenagers now would watch it and be like, "This is awful." So yeah. I don't think it's a good movie, but I think it's fun in the way that a lot of other bad movies are fun that are nostalgic. However, I am glad that it exists. And I'm glad, I'm, I am still glad that it's bad in a way because I think it was Joss Whedon hitting rock bottom. Yeah. And yeah. then that kicked him up a notch and yeah. like, then he had enough motivation to make the show. So I really do think, the sh- I'm glad it was so bad in every <laughs> way. Because yeah. if any of it was slightly better, I think he would have retired. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, I don't yeah. know, just kept writing for Roseanne. I guess he would have just gone <laughs> yeah. back to Roseanne and been like, I'm set with Roseanne forever. It's yeah. probably given a lot of like really shitty writers hope. Like they make a movie that doesn't work very well and they're like, oh, maybe I'll make a brilliant TV show out of it. Yeah. it nope. It, really, I still it make is. something better than The Wire. So <laughs> it really is. It is. Well, the first Wire movie, you know, with Christy Swanson, it wasn't it, very good. Like it's a great inspirational uh, she was story. Crack and everything. It is. It's well, so because he, he, like he said, he he talks about how depressed he was because it was like his first big movie, right? Like yeah. he hadn't really written a film before, and then it was ruined by several people and not what he wanted at all, as you can tell by the show. And then he, and then he was like, so he said he was so 
miserable. It was such a flop and a failure. And and then he was, and then he came back from it. And then he yeah. became this like like incredible, you know, like historic television writer now. Yeah. yeah. But his movies always kind of miss the marks. Like I mean, with the yeah. with the third Alien, or is it the fourth Alien? What? Fourth Alien that he he uh, did rewrites oh. on. <laughs> no, he well he wrote the script. He wrote the script. Yeah. 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 I'm not even like a huge fan of. No, I'm I just not. happen to love Buffy. I haven't yeah. even watched Angel. Yeah. Angel's great too. Oh, it's Everything else he makes. Oh, and Firefly is in Firefly. Yeah, he Firefly. really kills the TV. Yeah. yeah, but Dollhouse is not. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he did a lot of other great stuff. Firefly and Buffy are incredible. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's going places. I never saw that like Shakespeare movie he made in his backyard. Oh, it's oh, much yeah. ado about nothing. With the whole Buffy cast. I think that's going to be really well, good. A lot of- yeah. Yeah, it's like it Nathan there. Fillion. Yeah, played. Yeah, he took just all of his actors from. from and then Firefly he has and that Buffy Eyes one, where like the, it's a romantic movie about people that see out each other's eyes, like what? directed it or wrote it. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe the cabin in the woods didn't. It? Was that he him? Oh yeah, cabin in the woods. Didn't he direct that? He co-wrote it. He and, co-wrote uh, it. His I, co-writer. I, I never saw, but I heard it was actually amazing. It's pretty good. I liked it. I mean, it was sort of like yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Okay. A, lot of, yeah. a lot of Buffy-esque moments. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Rewatchability. You can find us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Also, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Andy Mattress and HelloFresh. Jess, thanks for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Where can they find you? Oh, um, yeah, I have a podcast as well. Uh, it's being relaunched very soon, actually, after taking a little bit of a hiatus called The Crimson Wave. It's all about periods, so you should check that out. I host a show every week at Comedy Bar. Period pieces? Pe- yeah, yeah, we do a lot of period pieces. Oh, oh my yeah. God, we forgot to talk about how the Watcher tells Buffy that her <laughs> this is like a special skill. Does he actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when vampires are near, you'll get cramps. It's like oh, her spider sense. My God, yeah. I, oh, my God, I forgot but in her uterus. about that. That is insane. That was so uncomfortable. Because she's always just walking around with one hand on her uterus. You know, we're going to have to start again. One I'm hand sorry. on was my that uterus. Was that just wrote that? I'm like kind I of in shock. I hope not. <laughs> that was one of the things he got upset that Donald Sutherland ad-libbed. Like, yeah, why did yeah. you bring oh that up? Also, he had to run with it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. hope he ad-libbed That's that. amazing. I could see him doing that <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm oh. taking back my mildly watchable. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry amazing. to interrupt that. No. To I me. totally forgot about that. That's so insane. <laughs> and you can also wow. donate to us on Patreon. <laughs> the podcast is coming back. Yeah. Where do people find that? Um, also, side note, I had really bad cramps uh, when I got my period. Holy shit, it could be a vampire. So maybe that's why I was scared of vampires. Or oh, vampires. Vampire. I got brutal cramps and I was like, it's real. The vampires are real. They're no. coming for me. <laughs> and then there's blood everywhere. Oh my God. It's a real horror, horror film. Anyway, okay, so Sorry, yeah. So I have a podcast um, about periods, and then I host a show every Sunday night at Comedy Bar, among other things. Yeah, many things you could find me on. It, well, thanks for coming on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a Twitter? People- yeah, I have a Twitter at Miss uh, Jess Beaulieu. Yep. Great. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.